Hey everybody, it's Lance Dawson from Backstage Lowdown. Today, Andrew and I get to visit with Timothy Cameron. He is a singer, a songwriter, a guitar player, and kind of a garage band aficionado. Anyway, uh, he's a talented guy. He has gone under the guise of TC Folk Punk, and as we discovered today, also Cameron Noise, or Camaro Noise, or Cameron Noise. Or camera noise. Anyway, it got a little confusing. Uh, to be honest, I, I'm not really sure what he's called anymore. But anyway, he's a lot of fun. He's a talented dude. And we only had him for a little bit. So stay tuned. Here we go. Thanks for joining us today, Tim. I really appreciate that. I was, uh, yeah, I'd never heard of you before and I was excited. I was listening to some of the, uh, the music that was online and, uh, I thought that was really cool. Can you guys both hear me? Yeah, I can I'm hear fine. you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. You're having problems with your headphones again. I don't know. Or the microphone. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't No, it's matter. fine. It's fine. The mic is, <laughs> mic is fine. Excellent. Yes. All right. Anyway, so I was listening to some some tracks from the uh, Camaro Noise, which I thought was pretty cool. And then Andrew was bringing me up to speed on some of the other stuff. So when did you start getting involved in, in the music industry? Like you've been at it for a long time? Oh, yeah. Decades. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I mean, the first paying gig I ever had, I was, I think, 17 or something. And uh, I think I was like 19 before the next one happened. But, uh, you know, but I kept practicing. <laughs> um, yeah. But as far as full-time being a full-time musician. Yeah. Um, 25, 30 years anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, being a full-time musician in Canada is a lottery win it's on any sucks. level, right? It sucks. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. I know. <laughs> I, sh I, I should have been a jockey or something. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> like yeah. Should invent a new type of donut for I don't know patented just, it I don't know uh, something I don't, else yeah. I think there's something that's got to be running in the background to uh, to fund it right you know yeah, fund, yeah right so yeah I I mean I did it I did it briefly in my 20s full time and it was great it was a great memory to have and that was mm -hmm. an exciting time but boy you know one week you're eating steak and the next you're eating Cheerios and there's no end of that really in sight. So yeah, you it's know. that whole feast or famine thing. It's up and down, up and down. Just and and so often it'd be just at the whims of a club. I remember I had this one really well-paying gig. It was going to be a week-long thing at a, a pub here in Toronto, and uh, they double booked, and I I basically lost the coin toss, and Ooh. it was it was like you know a month's rent. I was like ah, oh! so uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's okay. tough. Yeah, that was a lot of Cheerios. Actually, it wasn't even many Cheerios. It was almost no Cheerios. There's no Cheerios. I had three Cheerios to last me the week. That was it. And, wa and water. No melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> I think no matter who you talk to, though, if they um, if they've been a musician or involved in the music scene in Canada for any amount of time, we all have stories like that. Like I remember, oh. I was I was with the band, and we we drove all the way to Sarnia, and. Like, uh, Andrew, do you remember we were talking to Colin Cripp and he talked about playing the 401 yeah, series, the right? The 401 and, strip. Yeah, yeah. And, and Tim's done it. And anyone who's been out there for that long, you play the 401 strip. So we had to go all the way to Sarnia. 
we'd never played this bar before. And the owner of the bar got really drunk. And after our first set, he decided he didn't like us. I don't know why. <laughs> we just walked out and said, you're fired. You're done. So I had four guys, no money, like nothing, right? And we had to drive all the way back home after a three-hour drive or whatever it is to Sarnia. Wow. So, you know, you have those times where you're you're banking on some coin and it doesn't go your way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you, you start to learn like which places are, are reputable. You know, there, there are places I just never even bothered approaching. As soon as I heard something bad about a place, I'm like, nope, just not even going to. Nope. Never going to play there. Yep. I'm no. just going to caught them now before I even talk to anybody. Yeah. Because there's yeah. lots of places to play, you know? So Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Now, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So how is that in, in Toronto? Have you found that Toronto's rebounded nicely? A lot of the, the live music places have, have gone away and stayed away? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I pre-pandemic, I had sort of a, a rotation in Toronto of uh, eight places, I guess. And then, you know, a few of those would be sort of one-offs. But there were you know, six to eight places that would kind of, you know, every six weeks or two months show right. up at. And only two of those are still in business. And one of them's not even doing music now, I don't think. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, others may may rise from the ashes. But in, in a way, it's good because I'm actually, I know this is kind of ironic because you guys, this is like kind of like about live music and touring this podcast, but I'm not really doing much of that now. So <laughs> everything everything on the subject will kind of be past tense for me today. But uh, yeah. Now, you actually have had some success doing music for a film stupid for you which is a local i understand local toronto indie film that you can now which is available on apple tv i yeah yeah it's apple tv is, yeah went to other places yeah so how how'd that come about okay well super views is kind of it's almost a sequel to another film called love in the sixth and okay. love in the sixth came out in 2015 and in early 2014, I happened to go to a party this one Easter weekend, and it was a musician party. So a bunch of us were there with guitars and you know, yeah. obscene people I hadn't seen in ages. And um, there's this other singer songwriter and who's in this one one room at the party at this house. And she had her acoustic and realized like, hey, I haven't seen you in ages. What are you up to? She's oh, I'm recording this. I'm going in next month. And I said, oh, cool. I'm going in next week. Let me. So I, I you know, she handed me her guitar. I said, oh, I'm doing this one. Here's one I wrote. And here's one. In the same room was this woman named Jude Clausen, who I'd just sort of briefly been introduced to a few minutes before, and she was kind of listening. And then later she said, you know, I'm starting production on this film and we need music for it. Would you be interested in composing for the film? I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But right place, to. right time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, had I just, it's like, it's, and I just gone to the washroom then instead of going to that room, it's like, this wouldn't have happened. You know, it was just, it was that close. So anyway, so um, we, you know, we started working on 11 of six and then I, I got cast as, as one of the actors in it as well, which is probably best not spoken about. Um, <laughs> and can we, look, uh, can we look that up? Yeah. Do we have, do we have people? Yeah, go for ahead. That? Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. So anyway, so it, it did fairly well. It did some um, some festivals, and it's it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, wicked! So yeah. So so if anybody wants to watch it and and make sure Jeff Bezos gets money and we don't, that's that's the way to do it. Uh, but it did well enough that um, they they managed to secure uh, some some you know significant funding to make another movie, and so like Love and the Six was made on a budget of maybe five thousand dollars or something. 
and but it has this great kind of like handheld camera kind of loose you know almost like art and what was that sort of uh, art verite or whatever that that school of filmmaking was right, so it was right. a real immediacy to it and a real almost like some of the scenes were half ad lived and uh you, you get that kind of feel but it's got great energy and so um stupid for you and i was only involved in the music and stupid for you but it was a little more you know plotted out, a little more methodical uh the songs were written i think like probably wrote the last one six months before they even started shooting so everything was kind of in place uh yeah so that's yeah wow. that's, how, that's how i got into stupid for you was through the, the first movie the first film yeah that, that's crazy yeah that's exciting so now do you does that open gateways or open more doors for you to do it again uh i haven't really pursued it and um i mean i i imagine was, i guess one of the things is like there's a lack of networking because any any sort of there haven't been any kind of schmoozy film parties or anything to go to for two years right so right, right. so i haven't really met anybody who needs music for their film right at first i haven't sort of stumbled across them and i'm so busy with my own you know doing my own stuff it was yeah. almost kind of like a little side project it was done and i kind of stopped thinking about it in a way and then went on to the 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 camera noise project i guess is what rose up right said, yeah yeah so like in the last year that you've released two different albums one under camera noise and another one under tc folk punk yeah yeah that's a busy year yeah well it's it's amazing when you're not sitting on the ttc or standing around at 3 a.m waiting for a streetcar it's not coming um you wind up with a lot more time to record stuff so <laughs> Yes, it's really weird. It's almost like now they're not playing gigs. I have time to make music. Holy cow. Hey, yeah. you guys, did I get that? Tim, I'm really sorry. Did I get that name wrong? I called it Camaro Noise, didn't it, I? It's okay. You know what? I've, I've heard so many variations and I know it probably should be spelled differently, but I tried, you know, when I first came up with the name because my last name's Cameron, so Cameron right. Noise. Right. And, uh, I, you know, I typed it out with two N's. I thought, ah, that looks clunky. Doesn't look right. I know. And I finally went, okay, I'm going to go with one N. But I I think the best one is... Uh, Camera Noise from Ooh. a DJ in in, in Switzerland. Uh, no, Sweden. DJ in Sweden. I, I like that. One from Camera Noise. Like yeah. Noise. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, way more exotic. I know. Exotic. I know. Well, I have to admit, the first time I kept reading it and I kept saying Camera Noise, and then I looked at it again. I thought, you're an idiot. That's not Camera Noise. <laughs> It's clearly Camaro noise. The guy's into yeah. vintage cars and that's what he's done. And well, stuff. That's not how, but Camaro spelled A-R, not E-R. I, I no. know. And I just realized when, when Andrew said that, I'm like, oh, holy oh. cow. Because I, admittedly, I was flying over the title. I wanted to get to the, the music and, and I thought, oh, this is like soundtracky stuff. Like, this is very cool. I like this. Yeah. And, uh, and then came circled back to the name because I wanted to ask you where that came from, not clicking in that it was Cameron. And, uh, but Cameron was... Let's go that's, with that. That's yeah, okay. For, okay, for the rest of our podcast today. It's the rest Cameron. of the podcast. Wow, Cameron yes. Noise. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So so what so are you primarily writing and recording your own stuff now and then and then not so much uh touring or performing? Is, is that is it yet? Like you're gonna about to do that or uh that's pretty much what I'm doing. Like when the you know, I, I had one gig in February 2020, and uh then it was I didn't have anything going on for a couple of weeks there, and then everything locked up and none of the places I played have, you know, <laughs> opened up or come back to life or whatever. So, but yeah. in the, in the two years, um, in the interim, I just got so immersed in, in recording and, uh, you know, making a garage band, which some people don't like garage band, but I think, man, it's got, it's so much better now that was like 
10 years ago. Like there's a lot in GarageBand now, like the, the right. guitar amp modeling and, and you can get right in and start tweaking the knobs and the EQ and you can decide what kind of speaker you want or what mic you want on the speaker. It's really, really detailed. Right. And it's certainly, you know, all that I need because I'm just, I'm, I mean, I am sort of a GarageBand kind of guy from before it was a trademarked name, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I need um, a crash course from you. I, I use GarageBand too, but I'm not very good at it. I just use it to get ideas down and then I'll take them back to my band and say, okay, here's, here's what I've got. Yeah. But, but the way you're sounding, I, I could be more, much more of an engineer if I just spent some time with it. There, yeah. Well, and the best way to do it, I mean, unless there's some specific thing that I hear in one of my songs and go, how'd you get that keyboard to do that thing? Then I can tell you, but beyond that, I say, man, just get on it start clicking buttons and opening things and and you'll you'll discover it all like i just kind of taught myself by going oh what happens when i push this you know, yeah <laughs> there's always edit undo in case you in case you totally screw things up you can you know back up yeah. the way after yeah yeah i just had yeah. some buddies that recorded their whole uh, album on GarageBand. Mm -hmm. it's got yeah. everything that you need well, yeah, and it's, it's all kind of relative because people are still, so, okay, so the Beatles Revolver album has now been, you know, totally remixed and everything, and people are, and including myself, it's mind-blowing how how great it sounds now. Well, that was recorded on four-track reel-to-reel tape 50 years ago, so it's not like anybody is going to go, oh, I would listen to that, but tape, uh, sorry, you know, it's got to be Logic Pro, you know, so it's kind of like, okay, so here's how they record Revolver. And here's the latest in Logic Pro, and I'm here. <laughs> you know, I'm exactly. Like, I'm doing this on camera. Yeah. I just realized nobody's going to see that. That was yeah. dumb. Anyway, no, no, we'll, we might. Tim's move. holding his fingers up. Yeah. 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 No, we're we're getting much. See, Tim, you're the start of it. We're starting to get more attractive guests now. So that's we're gonna. We might move to visual <laughs> soon. Wow. I don't know. You've yeah. had some ugly guests before this, though. Oh. Yeah, you know what? I just thought about that. Everybody we've we've talked to before, if they listen to they're this, they're all going to be pissed off. What the hell? Yeah, they're never going to come on the show again. They're just trying to fly guys. It's okay. I know. Hey, <laughs> Tim, I will. I'll, I'm going to do a plug for one of the past guests while we're talking about them because I think you'd enjoy it. If you get an opportunity to see the documentary "Rock This Town," uh, Betty Ann Keller was on our our show, but it's it's basically the musical rich musical history of of Kitchener Waterloo. Um, oh right, yeah. Yeah. And it's a great oh, yeah. documentary. It's like an hour long. Uh, the story is fascinating, but why I'm connecting it with you is that the, the, th the thrust of it was uh, it, it deals with what happened to live music. Uh, we all used to listen to records. We all used to talk about, Hey, I'm listening to this album. Do you want to come over? Do you want to listen to this album with me? Um, and then Napster happened. And so now we have generations of kids. Not only do they not listen to albums and get together, they might be sharing like, Hey, have you heard of this band or whatever? But I've even noticed around my house, I have two uh, sons, 20 and 19. I don't know what they're listening to unless they tell me because everybody's got headphones on now. Yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah. so our our shared experience in culture with music and et cetera is changing rapidly. And, and then there's the disappearing of live music venues, which I think a lot of us are trying to fight to bring back. Um, yeah, and I, it's funny we say about um, everybody wearing headphones. That's definitely, like I'm a, I've realized that probably 90% or whatever, like a very high percentage of people are hearing everything through headphones. And I right. like, I mix everything through headphones first and I'll play it through a, a set of speakers somewhere here in the apartment just to make sure. And then that's yeah. it. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not investing in like, you know, like these $500 speakers and stuff, monitor speakers. Monitor speakers yeah. nobody's, no. Nobody has those. So why should I see how, 
how it sounds on something nobody else owns. But I got a couple of sets of headphones and I'll sort of compare and go, yeah, this is how it's I like it. Every yeah. day. I was I actually that's... surprised. Go ahead, Lance. No, no, I, I was just, I, I, want, I was just saying, commenting about circling back to GarageBand, that there are certain things that as a musician or as somebody who likes to record music that you probably want to spend money on. And, and having something like GarageBand that actually just comes with a computer is fantastic because I'd rather take that money and spend it on a good microphone, right? Hmm. Or, or a good set of headphones um, because they yeah. complete the chain of here's, here's the best way to get the audio into the computer with a decent microphone. And then yeah. I need to be able to hear it through a decent set of headphones. Anyway, Andrew, sorry. You're no, I was just going to say, Tim, I'm surprised by how hands-on that you are through your music. Like you're doing everything. The only thing that you're not doing is doing the album artwork. On, uh, yeah. I'm doing most of that too. <laughs> Sorry, I looked at the two albums specifically in the for this past year. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to the, the 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 past ones where this year there was two other artists that that were involved. Yeah. Susie yeah, Love but... and there's somebody uh Jeremy Gilbert. But Yeah, oh yes, right. Okay. So, yeah, so Leanne Beattie did the TC Folk Punk album cover in 2021. Jeremy Gilbert took that photo for the one in 2022. And then A Night Off the Town, the most recent Cameron Noise one, that was a, a painting by Susie Love. And these people are all friends of mine too. So it's like, I, I want to make sure that, I, you know, I, I throw friends some work, get their name yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. They, like Who Jeremy is the, a night, a night Off the Town. I love that. It has a great picture. Oh yeah, yeah. Susie Love did that. And she yeah. does a lot of... Um, uh, portraiture she she does she, she's kind of she's specializing in dog portraits now so anybody who has a dog they want a, an oil painting of their their dog i just got a dog i well you're gonna have to have a painting yeah, yeah exactly. what did you what's the what's the name of the dog aspen that's right and i knew yeah. it's something to do with like mountains and being yeah, outside like and stuff. aspen colorado or the the tree you know the tree <laughs> an aspen tree <laughs> aspen yeah, thank, the dog yeah. Thanks for spelling that out for me. I appreciate that. Well, I'm just laughing at we, it. We we oh, realize how slow you are, Lance. Like you, yes. Can, you were going Camaro noise. Not anymore, man. I'm all about camera noir. How's your dog Aspenoise, by the way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Very bitey. Losing losing its teeth right uh, as we speak. I want to, I want to, I think we got to get t-shirts for, for, so for anybody who actually listens to this podcast. So Tim, you should be excited because you're going to expand your, your whole fan base by at least nine people. Um, if they, I want to get a t-shirt with this painting on it and a night off the town, like we got to get, it's get that wicked. going. It is oh. really cool. Wow. Okay. Like if, if that should be your touring t-shirt. Touring t-shirt. Yeah, as long as you start touring again. <laughs> I know, I was yeah. it's like we got that's that's the one. Well, let's get the t-shirts going, and then he'll feel obligated to tour with yeah. the music, right? Great, I mean, that... thanks. Yeah, just just yeah. send over a box of hundred t-shirts and dump yes. them the door. I'm like, oh, I gotta go play now. That's true. That's true. Well, ninety-eight. You've already sold two. So right. exactly. okay, <laughs> I don't I don't see the pressure. I don't understand. You're down that's to well, yeah. If we only order three, then we're that, that's that's good. <laughs> <laughs> 60 bucks a t-shirt there you go <laughs> that's fantastic yeah it comes with sleeves. i'm in yeah there, oh, there it is yeah well let's let's get Susie love into is am i saying that Susie love yeah Susie love yeah 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 all right we'll have to look her up but that's awesome yeah she's on uh, she's on instagram and facebook and she posts her work on there and she doesn't just do dogs she's she does all i mean she does every she does abstracts and she's just incredibly talented okay and, uh and might as well plug those to jeremy gilbert fantastic mm -hmm. photographer he's yeah. He's on Flickr. 
com. Yep. Uh, and uh, Leanne Beatty is a really old friend of mine. She's sort of more recently gotten into painting. She's just doing abstracts. And that was the the cover of uh, Famous for 15 People, the, the TC Folk Punk album from last year. That okay. cover was, that's one of her first works, actually. And she put a picture of it, I think, on Instagram. And I said, ooh, album cover. Just sort of like off the top of my head. I hadn't even sure. recorded anything yet. I think, I think I had chosen the cover and then went, oh, I guess I got to record something to stick this on. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> something like buying ordering t-shirts and then i guess i have to tour to sell yeah, these t-shirts I yeah i do everything backwards yeah yeah there you go i like you know what i do like though i like the interconnectivity of of an artistic community right so you're a musician you've got some friends that are photographers uh that happen to be talented and, and that you can you know start to have interplay i mean i have a i have a guy that that follows our band around uh, at Tribe Seventy Four, pretty decent photographer. Thank, thanks to and, him. Uh, oh man! And yeah, 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 yeah. If, yeah. Love and, that guy. I know, love that guy. The band's adopted him. The guys all love him. You know. Yeah. So, uh, so, and every once in a while, every once in a while, if we're lucky because we're not an attractive band. I mean, the other guys are. I'm not. So anyway, but he, if we just catches the right light, just yeah. the right light, Tim. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. It's Cameron Noir. Cameron Noir. <laughs> 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 so what's what's going on with you tim for the the upcoming year like we're, we're coming to the end of the year now and uh, i mean you put out two albums last year so yeah I'm, yeah i'm sure you go for three four i've, I've done three i so i put out the first camera noise in january of this year and then in april i did another tc folk punk one and then another camera noise came out oh hi so three yeah three but the other one was right at the beginning of January. Right. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just just snuck in under the wire. Now, are you are you getting them out on? Are they? I know their uh, Bandcamp was one site, but where are you? Where else are people able to find you? That's it. That's, That's all it. Bandcamp. It's it does great on Bandcamp. Okay, so, and people yeah. can track, and they're tracking that. Like I don't know how that. I have no idea how that all works. Yeah. Well, ban yeah. Well, if you've got recordings of of your own band or anything definitely look into Bandcamp. it's it's great because they they you know you can log in and see statistics and where traffic's coming from and and all sorts of things like that uh so you can really keep track of it and also it, there's a certain kind of social networking side to Bandcamp as well where there are people who are music fans who are on there and they connect with other music fans and share Bandcamp discoveries with each other and that so um there's i haven't really gotten into that and it's just right. because that's a really long dark deep rabbit hole to go down because i think they've got tens of thousands of users on there but as as far as uh the what was i saying okay so I got the, oh yeah so from a from a band standpoint um you know you, you can upload music and these people will find you so i've got you know a nice little handful of fans on there so it's almost like another another social network because you got you know you have your followers on the usual suspects uh right. instagram facebook what's left of twitter and uh and then but then this is like another outlet and a lot of people on there aren't following me anywhere else it's almost like they're complete music geeks and this is the only social networking site they're on so oh, it's, wow. it's really cool yeah that's awesome yeah yeah you just uh if you're selling anything just uh hook it up to a paypal account and you're good to go i'm going to be selling some t-shirts soon really <laughs> yeah yeah i've got this print that i really like i'm just going <laughs> to I gotta rip it off the internet and turn into t-shirts. Lance's band has just finished up an album, and they've been sitting on it for how, how many months now? Like six months. Yeah, you know, maybe I don't it know needs what to, to do go up it. on Bandcamp. 
Maybe. I don't know. We've got mixed and mastered and everything. Yeah, we've got, we went in. I don't know if I would recommend doing this. We went in and just said, look, we've, we want to do seven songs and we have seven songs. We're going to just do them. And I mean, if I was going to do an actual album, I would do one song at a time, make them perfect or what have you. What I wanted was seven songs mm. recorded professionally so that I could send them out to festival owners or organizers rather mm. and get us some better gigs, which we're starting starting to do. Um, but in the meantime, you know, some people have, have heard the songs and seem to have liked them or whatever and say, well, what are you, what are you going to do with these songs? I'm like, I don't know. What do you mean? What am I going to do with these songs? I'm, I can't get them on the radio. Yeah. I mean, so that what I, I'm using them as a, a sort of a calling card, but I have to admit as I've been a musician for so long and I am still such a newbie when it comes to, because the landscape changed so quickly in terms of how do you promote yourself? You know, I'm not very good at going on Facebook. Please like me, please like, you know, whatever, yeah. please like this. And you're I'm, I'm fighting the algorithms of those things too. Right. So right. It's, it's, a, it's a no one situation with a lot of that. So there's a business end to it that I'm not, I used to be privy to it. And I, I remember, I remember meeting um, Aaron. I don't know if you're familiar with Aaron Tazjan. I think I'm, uh, he's an American songwriter. Uh, if you're not, look him up. He's great. He's Americana. Uh, he's based out of Nashville. But I remember meeting him in Greenwich yeah. Village in uh, New York City years ago. Hmm. And I was down there at the living room, which is this really cool, vibey, uh, you know, indie music bar. Hmm. And I talked to him after his show and he was like, this will tell you how long ago it was. And he said, Lance, if you want to play down here, I can get you a gig in this place. Shoot me your MySpace page and I'll, I'll hook you up. And even then, Tim, I was behind the curve. I'm looking at him like MySpace page. What the hell are you talking about? I have a, <laughs> ca I have a cassette here if you want. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty advanced. It's not an eight track, but I've got, I have a cassette. Yeah. And what are you talking about? And he's looking at me like, Holy crap, old man. Like, you know, I don't even have something to play that on, dude. That what is that? So yeah. yeah, I feel like I've I'm up to speed on like my you know, I, I play old guitars and old amps. I write songs. I cannot I need I need even Andrew's a lot well, he's a lot hipper than I am. So yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take much. Thanks. <laughs> oh <laughs> thank you. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start teasing your dog just for yeah, that. I'm gonna start can. making fun of your dog. Feel free. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I can text, and that's I think about it. I don't know. Maybe we should ask Tim a question. Isn't he our guest? Or should we include him in on this? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just, just hanging around. Wrong with you? Exactly. Just sitting around here. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes the show well, look good. So band camp. Let's get yeah, back just, to band camp. Well, I'll go back to band camp and just um, sort of suggest a couple of things. One of the great things about it was that, like for me, was. I didn't have to manufacture any product because one of the things you get, okay, you finish, you know, recording everything. And now it's like, oh, well, now we have to spend thousands of dollars getting whatever the latest medium, physical medium everybody's into this week wants, right? Yeah. And uh, so I, I made a conscious decision not to do that, partly because I didn't want to spend any more money than I had because uh, I've I spent 30 years buying crap, you know, right. guitar strings, amps, whatever and paying for studio time, whatever. I thought, I, I'm pretty sure I've done enough for the world music economy. It's my turn. So, uh, and the other reason is that, you know, things like like PVC, the stuff that vinyl records are made of, it's right. terrible for the environment. That like, that's yeah, on green, okay. that's on green pieces. That's its number one sort of enemy is PVC. Everybody's going, well, vinyl, look, I got vinyl. It's like, 
man, that, yay, great. You killed another few fish. Congratulations. I hope your music was worth it. So I kind of, you know, um, and, you know, CDs are plastic and cassettes are plastic. I mean, it's plastic. I just thought, well, how far can I go without any, if I just don't spend money and get any, any physical product done, how can I go, how far can I go just on Bandcamp? And it turns out it works out really well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. I, yeah. I have not recorded anything just for all the listeners. I've never recorded anything on vinyl. So, you know, please, <laughs> I, I welcome your letters. Don't unsubscribe uh, or whatever yeah, it is yeah. that you, know, you do in podcast TV. world. Yeah. If you do a even not even a deep dive, I'm sure you'll find at least 20 more reasons to have me canceled. Don't worry about the vinyl part. I... <laughs> hey, I'm the one, I'm the one knocking it. Cancel That's me. Right. I've, I've done way more offensive things than record on vinyl. So um, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's, that's very cool. So now are you, so you have this body of work then, are, are you trying to do something? I mean, maybe late in the game to do something over the holidays or where can we go see Tim Cameron? Well, uh, it's just going to be on, on Bandcamp or, uh, but once a month or so, I try to put a video, I'll put together a music video and put it up on, on my YouTube channel, which is, uh, uh just youtube.com slash Cameron Noirs. Excellent. Uh, I think we need an accent aigu. Hey, I, like I should. I you should. Accents and maybe an omelet just to really confuse them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I just butchered it so badly at the beginning of this show. Like we had the least we could do is get Cameron Noirs. It's okay. I get. I get that a lot. So it's yeah. Anyway, it's I'm like it's cool. I almost I almost like the fact that people are having trouble pronouncing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, There's some cachet there. It, it's yeah. a talking point. Look how much we've talked about it during, <laughs> like, during the show. I know. Honestly, I know. I'm looking at the time. We're we're coming up to the end of our time, and I'm going to say a quarter of the show has been dedicated to that. <laughs> And and the artwork. I've heard there's a oh, yeah. few tunes on it as well. If you oh. buy, if you'd like to get download this, eh. you know, eh. Eh. just there's, download the cover. Yeah, there's great there's artwork. Wallpaper. That's all you yeah. need. Yeah. So yeah. I have to ask you though. Tim, not yes. Lance. Um, the you got a lot of organ that you're utilizing, and that is that like I'm not an organ dude, but is that like a like a Wurlitzer that you're playing? Uh, Hammond B3. Well, it's a okay. Hammond B3 replica. It's okay. a, 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 like a, a built-in sort of thing, and then uh, and I actually play. This is the great thing about GarageBand. One of the things um, you can actually like type on your keyboard and each each button is a different note oh no so way like, yeah yeah so, so that was all done on your like through your keyboard then is that it? was me typing yeah yeah that's and wicked what, what's, and so and no okay now because wow. i'm mostly a guitar player i'm pretty, pretty yeah when it comes to keyboards you can uh, what i do is uh put down the rhythm track the drum track and then maybe uh just hit some chords now and then throughout the song so i kind of know where i am when it plays back and then Hit the tempo button, take it way down. Yeah. <laughs> Play the part. Once I get the part done, put the tempo way back up, and it sounds like I know what I'm doing. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And it and you you can select Hammond B3, which is a total vintage sound, right? Like yeah. it's a stereotypical yeah. guy. And, yeah. Yeah. When you bring up the, the, the adjustments for it, it, it brings up this little window at the bottom, and it's the entire keyboard. It's like all the draw bars are there. You can choose which draw bars you want in and out um the speed of the leslie is a switch for that there's all like all the switches that would be on a hammond b3 organ are there you can turn on the yeah. chorus turn on the vibrato the, the echo there's one for for distortion so you get a little bit of grit i always yeah. crank that right up 
make it as dirty as possible. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's got a great <laughs> sound. Like yeah. I don't see, I was expecting to see like an organ sitting in, in the background. I didn't realize that you were playing it through the computer. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, everything's virtual except the guitars and bass. Yep. And harmonica. Yeah. One or two other things. And I think some tambourines are, are live here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm torn as to which direction to go in here. I can either follow up with Andrew and just ask him what the hell an organ dude is. Uh, which I was very perplexed about, but I think I'd rather go with Tim as to tell me about what guitars you're playing because I that's appreciate, what I'm I appreciate into. that. You're off the oh, hook. Okay. Guitar wise, uh, so the main guitar is a, a Godan. Oh, Godan always have such long names. So what's it called? Yeah, yeah. Summit SG P90, I think. It's basically nice. their, their take on Les Paul Jr. Sweet and Canadian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a boy. One P90 at the bridge, and uh, it just sounds—it's like the best Les Paul Les Paul Junior I've ever played. It's spectacular. Blows, blows any Gibson I've ever touched right out of the water, and so of course they've discontinued it. Of course, <laughs> of course. Um, and then the other guitar is a, a Rickenbacker Model 310. The 310 is like a super short scale. Like I don't know if you've ever uh, played one of the John Lennon ones, a 325. But basically, the nut yeah. on 325 is about where the fourth fret is on any other guitar. Oh, wow. There's a really short scale, tiny, tiny guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I've got it tuned to Nashville tuning and Nashville tuning is like, if you took a 12 string guitar, remove the six normal strings, then the jangly strings you have left over, that's yes. what you've got. And it's right. fantastic. And there's something about, you know, Rickenbacker pickups. Cause you know what the 12 strings, they're yeah. a sound something about the interaction of those higher notes and the, the pickups on a Rickenbacker it just chimes. So that so does that give you almost point. like a mandolin type of, Oh yeah, almost. Yeah. 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 It's getting up into that, that sort of, that, that range. Of, uh, not quite as plunky, a little more kind of drone and sustain than a mandolin would have. And, uh, you know, right. electric sounding, and then you run it through, I run it through whatever amp I've selected and uh, it gets kind of crunchy as well. Very cool. Yeah. And then the, the cool. bass is, uh, I had a cheap little Ibanez bass for a while and I just got a, an Epiphone viola, which is Epiphone's knockoff of the, the Hoffner. Okay. Viola. Yeah. I've got flat wound strings on it. So it's, big and thumpy sounding nice yeah. nice i actually i just had picked up a an epiphone a couple months ago that uh from uh, folkway music here in town and, oh yeah and absolutely love it absolutely yeah. love it so it's very very cool yeah so never... we've now i'm 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 getting my producer saying that we only have you for a short amount of time tim exactly we got a minute we have to we have a minute so we, we have we can go a little, we, we, a little we, over actually, we can because we end these for, i do something in 15 minutes but i'm all pre-set up for it so we can, we can go another five or so if you want Okay, because I feel like we're just scratching the surface with you as either a, a music tech geek, which you and I could go down that wormhole for a while, unless you want to circle back and discuss Andrew's being an organ dude. I mean, we'll we can go back to that. Let's go let's go tag. There's a thing called an organ grinder, and there's a website called Grinder, and I'm just gonna leave that there. All right, and, and out on the table. Yeah, Andrew's probably on both. I don't know, but he he brought what he does. You can in his find me at yes, <laughs> you can honestly Aspen, <laughs> grinder.com slash aspenoise. <laughs> I love it. Actually, oh my goodness. I'll, I will wind back to one little thing because because um, Andrew asked me what I've got coming up next, so I'll do the self promotion thing here. Yeah, sure. there you go. Yeah. So there's a, a DJ over in the UK who's played some of my stuff, and he contacted me in early October and said, you know, he's he and this label over there are doing um, a Christmas album for charity, 
And would I be interested in having a Cameron always Christmas song on the album? I thought I never, I've never done a Christmas song. Um, so, but I had this one melody that I've had kicking around for about four years now. And I have no idea. I've never thought, what am I going to do with this? It's kind of not punk enough, but it's not quite that enough. And what am I going to do? And I happened to have been kind of like looking at it and working on it and sort of thinking, what am I going to do when this email came in and, you know, light bulb went off. I went, oh, this is a Christmas song, damn it. Okay. An instrumental one. So there's no, there's no lyrics, but uh, so that's going to, that's going to come out on their compilation and their compilation is going to be on CD only. And so that way any of the artists contributing can do whatever they want with any other medium. So it'll, I'll have it on my band camp and I've got a little, you know, video I'll throw up for it uh, first week of December. And then I'm going to, I'll release it on Bandcamp same time they release it uh, over in the UK. That's great. Disc, yeah. And then another oh, pretty cool. full, well, six song, camera noise album uh in january which i'm just mixing that's crazy i think it's really exciting when anybody uh, listens to your work and wants you to be a part of something they're putting together that speaks highly of what you're doing right so yeah most of most of us work in a bubble and you know you're creating stuff and you're like i don't know if this is any good i have no clue so yeah it was really like, I mean, considering how many songs, how frequent this guy, I think it's a weekly show he has over there. And I think it's one or two hours of, of indie people. And so he's, he plays a lot of mostly indie artists. And so to get that email, I was like, wow, this is, this is an honor. So yeah. I, I got right to work and, you know, sent him yeah. a finished one. I had till, till like November 20th or something to send it to him. And I, I sent it to him by October 10th or something. He was like, well, this sounds great. And you're the first person to respond. Yeah, damn right. I'm it's like, been yeah. going through my head for four years. <laughs> yeah. I better be the first. Yeah. I want the song out of my head. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Plus you don't want to miss out on the opportunity, which I think is very cool too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, Tim, if you had a chance when, when we found you and asked you to be a part of this craziness, if you'd had a chance to listen to any of our other episodes, but we always wrap up with a speed round and it is an unscientific way of getting to know Tim Cameron was uh, <laughs> was a Cameron noise, Cameron, Cameron noise, Camaro, Camaro noise for those car buffs listening. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. crying out loud. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So 10 questions, amigo, we okay. give you the answers. You just got to choose the one that is most applicable to you. Andrew runs this portion and he's sort of good at it mm. when he's not on those other aforementioned websites. That right. Put up. So, well, all right, away we go. Let's hear right. Let's find out about Tim. The right. answers came directly from Grindr. Uh, Telecaster or Stratocaster? Telecaster. Barbecue or pasta? Mm, uh, probably barbecue. Favorite taverns, Horseshoe or the Dakota? Um, Probably Horseshoe because I have so many memories of it. There you go. Indie films or blockbusters? Usually indie films. Rural or urban? No, I'm sorry. Can we get? Can we repeat that question? I want him to rural. say rural again. Rural. Uh, rural. 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 Yeah, yeah. I have a bag of marbles in my mouth. Rural <laughs> or urban? Oh boy. Um, both, but like sort of extreme. Like I was gonna, if I my urban thing would be like a penthouse in New York City that faces the the Empire State Building. If I'm gonna go urban. I'm gonna go urban. Rural would be a cabin on Baffin Island and nobody around for hundred miles. So one of those two and they're tied for first beautiful very specific but beautiful <laughs> early to rise or late to bed uh 
early to rise actually lately i used to be late to bed like for decades and then now i'm early to rise so well kids will do that to you yeah it's mostly that yes (laughs) there you go wait 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 wait, wait. hold on back it up back it up yeah yeah. you have kids yeah you want excellent no (laughs) no mine no mine just drop them off yeah no i'll give you a hint because i had a sign on my lawn a few years back you know kids for sale cheap and everybody gets upset. Some, mm. you know, hoopla about human trafficking and crap. I don't know oh. what it is, but anyway. Oh, so man. just a just a hot tip there, buddy. You can't just get rid of them as easily as you'd like. Okay. Yeah. No, how many do they you have? They're at the age where they're hanging out with their friends and don't want to talk to me. So they're getting rid of themselves. Oh, there you go. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. I thought yeah. I was the cool dad. That's only in my head, though. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. Lance, you know we are doing a rapid fire round, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? Why yeah. are you talking to me? It's the rapid fire. Let's get going. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Bull, bowling shirt or t-shirt? Oh, uh, I like bowling shirts. Yeah. Gordon Lightfoot or Leonard Cohen? Uh, ooh. Mm. Both fantastic. I'm going to give it to Lightfoot, though. Newspaper or Twitter? <laughs> Newspaper, especially if I can roll it up and smack Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And last but not least... Folk or punk? Yes. Beautiful. I love it. And wow, has been another episode of Backstage Lowdown. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. I really oh, appreciate thank you guys. it. Fantastic. I appreciate yeah. you hanging on for the extra couple minutes. That's awesome. <laughs>